what is the right way to handle God's Word. The Master's key is the key to unlock what the Scriptures mean. We're going to be looking at Jesus as our role model for someone who rightly handled the Word of God. So we go to the Master, Jesus himself, the Master's key. How did the Master do it? We follow his model and we stay true to that. Then we will find the truth and the truth will set us free. free. Welcome to The Master's Key with Nigel Christensen from Celebrate Messiah. And Nigel, we are looking in this series at rightly handling or rightly dividing the Word of God. That's correct. Yes. All right. So, yep. And you've taken a lot of this from, um, or, or not taken, but but you've come to this understanding through one of Arnold Fruchtenbaum's books that that's I narrated. Correct. Yes, yes, that's yeah. correct. So uh, Yeshua, Life Messiah from a Messianic perspective, um, has a lot of, a lot of what uh, this content I'm using was what helped me to understand how to put this together, I guess, and and hopefully make sense for other people as well. Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, both you and I have been in ministry for quite some time. Yes. We've had a love of uh, the Jewish people, the land of Israel. Absolutely. We've understood the connection between uh, Christianity and uh, Judaism. Yes. Uh, and then you read a book like Yeshua, Yep. And and your your mind is opened even further. You go, how did I not see that? I mean, Absolutely. The, the whole thing with know my faith is we, we say we want to teach the scriptures in the historical and cultural context. Absolutely, yeah. And and you read something like Yeshua, and you go, oh, that that blows me away. I'd never seen that before, Absolutely. even having done all this, these years of ministry. And do you know the disciples had the same experience? If you look at Luke twenty four, <laughs> yes, Luke yes. twenty four forty four, yeah, verse Jesus today, you read okay. that. So today we're going to look at uh, understanding literal prophecies. So Luke twenty four forty four and forty five, Jesus said to them, "These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled." Then he opened their minds. Yes. To understand the scripture, which is what you're exactly what you're talking so the, about. So the key is that open their minds. Exactly, but yeah. notice who's opening their minds. Yeah, it's Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. So when we use His key, and we're aligned to Him, He opens our minds to correctly understand the scriptures as they were written, including these prophecies and so on. Yeah. So as opposed, to, we talked last time about this esoteric knowledge that people yeah. come. Oh, you know, we've, you've believed this for thousands of years. This is what it really means. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is kind of what Jesus is doing. But he's actually, he's, he's, because he is the word, Absolutely. he's going back to the scripture and he's going, no, 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 this is what it meant. Yes, that's right. And so he is helping them to correctly understand, to rightly divide the yes. word of truth. And so what we're going to do in these, these next few episodes is look at how the New Testament writers quote the Old Testament. Right. Because there are patterns that they follow that we can see and then we can understand, oh, when we use the master's key, Oh, we get it. Yep. We see what they're doing and why yep. they're doing it. And there are actually four different categories. And in each case, what we're going to do is go look at the quote that the New Testament writer is referring to, go back to that original quote, yep. and then use that to help us apply it in the context of the New Testament passage. Because it's not always as tricky as it may seem. No. 
and and I, I I don't know if we're going to get into this in a in a in a later episode, but there are there are some things, uh, some of the Isaiah prophecies about when a child is born. In English, it only uses the word child twice, but in right. Hebrew, it's actually two completely different right. words, yes. meaning two completely different people. Right. Yes. But so whether we get to that or not, I'm not sure. But let's let's continue yeah. on today with this opening of their minds. So what we're going to find is there are four categories yep. that the writers in the New Testament use, and in fact, those weren't new. Those already existed. The the rabbinics, uh, teachers, sages already used these four categories in relation to the Old Testament. So four categories of understanding. Yeah. So scripture. four categories of looking at a, t- a prophecy in yep. the Old Testament or some scripture in the Old Testament, and then how did they use that? How did they put that into context in the New Testament? Right. And the first one of those is where we have a literal prophecy. And then a literal fulfillment. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at all four categories out of Matthew chapter 2. Okay. So if we want to, if you've got your scriptures here, we're going to turn to Matthew 2 to start with, verses 5 to 6. Uh, right. We might need a... So this is this is the this is the one quoting Micah about, yes, about Bethlehem. That's right. So you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, uh, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, you tiny, tiny little town. Absolutely. You know, it's one of those one of those towns with back-to-back speed signs. Isn't right, it? yes. 150, Blink and you miss it. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. So your tiny little town. Uh, from you shall come forth for me, one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. So now, yeah. that's obviously a prophecy regarding Messiah. Absolutely. Yeah. So here the prophecy is of by Micah is given is that whenever Messiah is going to be born, we know where. Yep. That it's going to be Bethlehem in Ephrata. Now that's interesting because there was another there Bethlehem. There was another Bethlehem, yeah. And that was up in Galilee. Yep. So this was the one in Judea, just south of Jerusalem, and that was the town where Messiah was to be born. I always tell the Americans off for this. You know, yep. you're where you're from, Houston, Texas. Well, like there's another Houston? Right, yeah. But there is. Right. You know, so this is like not not just any old Bethlehem, yes. but let's let's make sure we tell you this is this is the Bethlehem. Absolutely. So, yeah. the, how do we know this is a literal prophecy? Because it's in the context of Matthew two. This is the specific answer that the chief priests and scribes give to the question that the Magi, the wise men, ask. Well, for, when Herod asked the question, "Well, where is Messiah to be born?" Well, and, and he says, "Where has he has been born, King of the Jews?" Yep. And he turns to them. And this is their answer. They reference Micah chapter yes. 5, verse 2. And so what they're saying is, well, this is a literal prophecy. It's specifically stating Messiah will be born in this exact yes. town. And that will be fulfilled literally, as yep. we see in the New Testament. He will be born in that exact town, not a different town, yeah. that exact town. And so that's a that's a specific prophecy. Now, what's interesting is from 135 AD to 1947, there wasn't a Bethlehem in Judea. Yeah, because this is after the Bar Kokhba rebellion exactly. and everything. Yeah, yeah. So once the Romans kicked out the uh, the Jewish rebellion, yep. they actually renamed the area Syria Palestinia, which is where we get our Palestine, Palestine. Yep. But because that's 100 years yeah, after yep, Jesus, yep, yep. Jesus did not live in Palestine, that did not exist. And then, of course, later on, that area was captured. Uh, by Muslims and so on, and it stayed out of Jewish control through all of that time yes. period. Now, yes, between 47 95, it was under Israeli control. However, the population wasn't almost entirely, as far as we're aware, Arabs 
who are either Muslims or Christians in that area. Yeah, yeah not yeah, Jewish yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. so we're not, right? not, not we're going to make sure we say not not in the area that is encompassed by the land of Israel because no. there were always Jews living there. But yeah. in this area around yes. Bethlehem, in, in that specific area of Bethlehem, yeah. that that particular area that only consisted of Arabs who are either Muslims yeah. or Christians. So if you were looking at that prophecy as a literal prophecy, yes. knowing it is yes. in that time between Bar Kokhba and nineteen forty-seven, yeah. Messiah couldn't you, you, be born there. Messiah can't come because no. it's... Exactly. Yeah. And he still can't come now because since 1945, yeah. it went back under the Palestinian That's National right. Authority. And no Jewish people live there today. It's, again, it's, it's Arab yep. people who are either Muslims or Christians. So it still remains impossible yes. for the Jewish Messiah to be born in Bethlehem of Judea. And it has been the case for about 1,880-odd years. Yep. So that brings a different bit of emphasis that's, that's right, to yeah. this prophecy yep. being fulfilled because actually it wasn't a big window in which that could have happened. It's interesting. My friend Guy Cohen, who uh, leads a church in Echo in the north of Israel, and he came out of an Orthodox Jewish background and he went Ooh. to his rabbi one day. He's reading Zechariah. Behold, your, your king comes riding on a donkey. Right, yeah. This is in 1989. And yes. he goes up to his rabbi. He goes... Why isn't he in a limousine? Yeah. Or a helicopter? Why is he riding up on a donkey? On a, on exactly. a donkey. And he goes, duh, it must have happened. Absolutely. 2000 exactly. years ago. So that's it. This is our first category. This is what we the looked literal, at. This, a literal exactly. prophecy with a literal fulfillment. So we have literal yep. prophecy. In this case, yep. it was that he's going to be born in Bethlehem. Yep. And it's literally fulfilled. Messiah is born in All Bethlehem. Right. So that's that's. So we've got four categories of prophecy. Yes. This is the first one. Yes. Literal prophecy, literally fulfilled. And the Bible's replete with them. Yes. They're correct. all over the place. All right. So uh, next time we'll look at the second category, which is uh, typological prophecies. That yes. sounds a little bit more difficult. Hopefully not, but yeah, it's a different category. Right. And, we, and again, we're trying to understand the master's key. Absolutely. Of, of in correctly dividing or correctly handling the word of God. Absolutely. Thank you.